Hey guys, welcome back to another great episode on the NASCAR series with Michael. As we're almost two months in the season, let's get back to it. We're going to start where we left off, off yesterday with Martin Truck Sr.'s burnout. Let's get back to it. Now here's recap. Hamlin and Blaney Dominey. And Trex sneaks off with the Martinsville win. What are these? Coca-Cola flavors. Are you saying it's possible for a Coke to be part cherry and part vanilla? I know. Coke flavors are almost too delicious to be true. Joey Logano will lead the green flag from Rusty Wallace. Tell me, hey, look at this pass from the lead right here. When Denny Hamlin, I was going to say, didn't get a great start. It seemed like the, the, he spun the tires at the green. But boy, that car has come to him in a hurry here under green. Kurt Busch goes for a slide, and he's around in turn four. Nobody's collected him, though. Kurt was trying hard to make it work on the outside against Ricky Stenhouse. I did not see any contact at a time. Ryan Blaney, stage one winner from Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex, Chase Elliott, Al Larson. During an initial launch, but he would have to be doing exactly what he was, very aggressive, utilize what his cars do. Oh, oh, he's oh. going to get there, though. Tell you what, Hamlin to the inside, and they come to the line. Blaney by half a car length. Hamlin, then Truex, and side by side, Elliott and Bowman for the top five. Turn two, and big, heavy contact between Ryan Newman and Matt Benedetto. But no caution yet. They're still rolling back there. Six oh, just got a little got loose, loose, maybe a little wheel hop getting into the corner. Makes a little contact, Amarola. Alex Bowman Turn two, around goes Keselowski. Off the front bumper of Daniel Suarez. Trying to go to the, to the inside of the 17, Chris Busher. They make contact. 
When Busher gets loose and comes down, I don't know if he intensely tried to come down because he was upset. But boy, look at that parking lot after that. Now the next lapper has been running the bottom of the racetrack. We'll see what happens when the leaders get to him. If he does, and I'm him, I'm moving him up into that guy's lane. <laughs> I hate to say it, there it is. Yep. Truex as the lap car pulls aside. Alfredo did a great job there. Let them race their race. White flag, though. One lap to go, sponsored by Credit One Bank. They're going to have to get around Newman in two, and they do. Ryan Newman going to tough it out on three tires to the finish. And coming out of turn four for his 29th career win, he's why they call it Martinsville. Martin Truex will go to victory lane. They're pretty good at picking splinters this year. That, that's not been the case in the past. <laughs> team effort right there beat him out of the pits his teammate beat him on the on the outside right there he was patient in the race car that's hard to do by the way and now oh, let's continue and now some rear view mirror time after time at martinsville get it old spice dynasty with lasting cologne quality set river mirror Short track, short tempers. NASCAR went to Martinsville and brought home all the stories. Let's just hope the drivers had a little old spice in their back pockets during the weekend because things, they certainly got heated at the paperclip. And shout out to this fan, what a poster design. You gotta respect the creativity. What's that smell? That is the smell of anger in all its forms. First up, an on-track tussle leads Joe Graff Jr. and Greg Golding to throw fists and literally take it to the pavement. When tempers flare, it only escalates from there. Next up on the cup side, Daniel Suarez and William Byron. Well, really just Suarez, who showed his dissatisfaction by throwing a water bottle at Byron's car. It's a try to slow down, but every, it was a parking lot in there. I couldn't do anything about that, but... Uh... You never knew about that until now. Position. He pushed me out of the way. It most likely didn't help watching his car literally burn on the track. Smell ready for anything moment. This week's smell ready for anything moment brought to you by Old Spice goes to Matt Benedetto, who just snuck by this huge wreck, escaping the mayhem. He hugs the wall just in time and avoids Kyle Busch and Chris Berger spinning out. Close contact and good driving. The Cuppers and Xfinity both hit pause on their respective racing days as rain took over the track, landing the drivers on a sunny Sunday afternoon. The Cuppers restarted, and look at all these clashes. Daniel Suarez gets loose and takes Brad Keselowski with them. Matt Benedetto and Ryan Newman get into it. Kevin Harvick and Bubba Wallace. Everyone had the same thought. I'm going to race hard, and whoever happens to be near me will just have to deal with it. Despite Ryan Blaney taking both stage wins, Martin Truex Jr. was just having too good of a day. I mean, you can't sell Martinsville without Martin. The first repeat winner of the 2021 season so far, and he puts on a pretty good burnout. Burn it down, Martin. Pretty good old burnout here, Martin. Let it eat. We won the weekend. This week's honor goes to Josh Berry, who grabbed his first NASCAR Trinity Series win in his 13th career start. Proof that hard work pays off. And with time and perseverance, anything is possible. We love to see it. At the end of the Xfinity Series race, we had the victorious Josh Berry and Noah Gregson, who came in second, winning the dash for cash, and cha-ching, a sweet $100,000. Next up, we're headed to Richmond Raceway, where the driver...
Now scanner sounds. The paper clip pressure. Unbelievably delicious. Fun fact, I tried Coca-Cola Cherry over the weekend. Not sure even know about Cherry. Fire it up when you're ready. Geico restarts him. Danny won the restart battle and Truex won the war. Jimmy, how happy are folks who save hundreds of dollars switching to Geico? Happier than the campaign with Tumbo blocking a shot. Get happy. Geico. Restart zone uh, this past weekend from Martinsville Speedway. We always expect exciting restarts there, a small racetrack, tons of excitement. Let's just get right into it. Well, up 141. Okay, fairly early in the race. Already we see Denny Hamlin and the strength that he has all restarts on short runs. He's on the outside. That's not where you would pick if you had the option. He, he, he got put on the outside, but he uses that short run speed. To just go right by Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney was an extremely fast car, but on the long runs, once again, here's Ryan Lap Blaney. This time, though, Denny Hamlin did not get a launch that he needed in the Geico restart zone, and now he's fighting Martin Truex Jr. for second. He's not no longer fighting for the lead. All right, Lap so here we go. We got a little bit different front row now. Now, Denny Hamlin is leading the race, and he's chosen the bottom. We just saw him take the lead on the outside, but he's on the bottom now. And still, he has that strength, everything he needs to go right by Kozlowski, get the lead. Uh, the strength that he had on short runs was amazing. Lap 297. Okay, so we have a whole other group of drivers in front of this pack. The race has flipped. We're on different pit sequences now. So you have Ryan Newman, Bubba Wallace on the front row. These guys are on a little bit older tires. Look on back there about row four, row five. That's where the new tires are coming. Lap 459. All right, it's race winning time. It's late in the race. About 40 laps to go. Once again, Denny Hamlin on the outside. This time, his teammate, Martin Truex Jr. on the inside. Almost clears him right there. Doesn't quite clear him. Denny Hamlin able to get that run on corner exit. And now he has Martin Truex Jr. where he wants him. He can pinch Martin Truex Jr. off, not let him get that corner exit that he wants. That allows Denny Hamlin to get momentum. All right. <coughs> Let's get back back to it. And now, was it right to fight? NASCAR's backseat drivers debate. We, 
Five-hour energy helps you get stuff done. And now, when you purchase five-hour energy, you can instantly win cash prizes. For complete rules on how to end, visit 5hewin.com. Five-hour energy, the official sponsor of getting stuff done. Saw a lot of tempers flaring at Martinsville, which is pretty standard for a short track. But it seemed like Sunday was a little turned on edge. Uh, I'm particularly looking at the graph and balding situation and then Daniel Suarez and William Byron. So, Steve, I'm starting with you here, guest honors. What'd you make of all the uh, all the tempers flaring at Martinsville? So I love tempers. I love uh, the heat and, and the intensity of a short track. But I, as, as a race fan, I'm excited to see it. But as a dad uh, and a, a father of a kid who races, I, I hate to see the fighting. Uh, I'll be honest. I think the pushing and the shoving on the racetrack is okay. I don't like when I see cars torn up on purpose. Um, and I think I'm okay with a water bottle getting thrown if you're Daniel Suarez, but I didn't like the fists. I think it's a hard conversation to have, right? These are the best race car drivers in the world. We expect them to not only put on great show for entertainment, but I do think they have some responsibility to kind of lead the young races around the country. So it's an unpopular side that I'm going to stand on, but I'm an anti-fighting at the racetrack guy. That's changed, I feel like, since we've had a kid now. You may have been a little more, a little more prone to fighting without the children. Uh, I think that's fair. I think that's lots of change since I'm raising teenagers now, and that's one of them. Leslie, all right, AC, what do you think about all of the fighting at Martinsville? Yeah, I think Steve Letarte, the dad, has a much different view than Steve Letarte, say the crew chief, because, look, if there are some incidents out there where you are just getting messed with and your team and your season, your points are on the line, you want to see your driver out there defending and getting in the face of the other driver who caused the incident. Look, and we won't know exactly what was said between Joe Graff Jr. and Greg Galding, but one says the other did something on the track, they confront each other off the track, they start yelling at each other, saying something they don't like, it ends in fisticuffs. Something has to, you have to have a reputation setter, right? You can't be messed with on the track, and at some point, you have to say, look, if you do this, this is what's going to happen. These are teams that are in the back half of the field sometimes that have to rely on these finishes for a good season. So if you're not out there defending your reputation, what are you out there for? So I don't mind it. And the Daniel Suarez throw, that's just very comedy. That was a great reputation. There was no other chance for him, right, to get William Byron back, at least in that race. So what could he do? All he could do was throw the water bottle. He probably could have used it to put out the fire, though. That's all I'll give him.